It's been a day, stressing out like crazy. Just wanna be lazy with my girls. It's been a day, we gonna get wavy. Layer on some diamonds and some pearls. Hey, this is Lin Ying, a San Francisco-based product designer. I graduated from Georgia Tech HCI program and received big companies' product design offers, such as IBM, BMW. My very last job was to be a fancy product designer in the autonomous driving industry because I have had a technical background. Now I'm currently working in a startup, being the solo designer, practicing my visual and design thinking every day, and definitely enjoying the best moments and great responsibilities. The Design Lens is a weekly show that I'd like to share with you design thinking process. Why we, as customers, are so drawn into specific groups of products, and how we, as tech creators, can build aesthetically appealing and functional products that improve people's lives. On the second episode, let's talk about money. Every 60 seconds, 100,000 tweets, 500,000 Facebook post interactions, and 5 million searches happen. And that is the data three years ago. And now TikTok's DAU daily active user is 200 million. Those top products are all free. However, their market value stands firm. For example, Google or Alphabet and Facebook has always been the top ten in the recent years. And there's a well-known philosophy in the UX at Google, focused on the user, and all else will follow, to make sure Google provides the best user experience. Then you ask, if these internet giants are presenting their platform to us all free, how do they actually monetize? There are mainly two ways, actually. The first one is sell users' data, which is a well-known, notorious business strategy. And the second one is sell ads. To the end of 2019, Facebook and Google's ad revenue achieved 70 and 135 billion dollars separately. So today, we're going to focus on selling ads. And how that reflects on design, which is how the mainstream platforms design the ads managers. By the way, if you'd like to see some charts or detailed information, feel free to check my Medium article in the description box, where I actually listed a lot of more detailed information and resources that can explain the data better. Selling ads has been a generally acknowledged business scenario. David Lee, the chairman and co-founder of YY, a Nasdaq-listed live streaming and social media platform, once had a metaphor of how the internet products monetize. And I quote: "If I am a farm owner, I'll start with providing the best meadow for sheep to play, eat, and grow up. With more and more sheep coming, I can start building fences." And charge wolves for entrance. So here you can see the farm is the free product companies usually provide, and the sheep are users. Wolves in this scenario are advertisers. 
Apparently, if you are designing ads manager, we're designing for wolves. So the first question is, who are those wolves? Well, there are actually two kinds. The first one would be some ad agencies. For example, Music located in LA. Ad agency knows the ad marketing flow inside out, and they know exactly how they can help brands to achieve better ROI goals. To be honest, they don't really care a lot if the UI of the product is visually appealing enough. Instead, they are very crystal clear what kind of ship they want and how they can actually get them as fast as possible. So, if we are designing for ad agencies, the ads manager needs to be focused on high efficiency. The second kind of wolf would be brands. For example, Skillshare. Well, especially small medium business right now, when they purchasing ads, it's like girls shopping makeups. They usually double check, pick, compare price before they finally make a decision. In this case, when we design ads manager, we need to first educate the users, second guide them what unique value our ads manager can bring, and third how to use our ads manager, and fourth testimonials. From our old customers would actually help them to boost the trust with ourselves. Last but not least, brands are also those who need to make sure their ads purchase is successful in the end. So they need to track ROI to determine whether this ad is worthy or not. So some follow-up design about how we can actually help them to measure the success would be very helpful in this scenario. Now we know who we are designing for. The next question is, how does an ad charge? Before we dive into the commonalities of those ads managers' mainstream platforms, let's start with some terminologies. For example, you may have heard of those CPM, CPC, CPA, and CPI. Those are the units how the ads are charged. First, CPM, which is short for cost per mile. And here, one mile is equal to 1,000 impressions. The advantage of CPM is that at first sight, it is cheaper. The disadvantage of it is that an impression doesn't actually stand for a visit or a real action. The second we would like to talk is CPC, which is cost per click. This means advertisers only pay for impressions that have generated interest enough so as to follow the link to click. Thirdly, CPA, which is cost per action. It is a model where the advertiser only pays when a user views the advertisement, clicks on it, and then performs an action on the site. So CPA means the advertisers only pay if they actually get some profit. The last one, CPI, cost per install. Similar to CPA, which is a definitive action, this is mainly used for mobile apps installment.
now we've known how those top companies actually monetize themselves and how do they actually charge the advertisers. Now it's time to dig into the ads manager. To analyze how the mainstream ads manager function, I decided to learn from the best. So I digged into Facebook, Google, Spotify, TikTok, and Yelp to learn their ads manager. And here are 10 points I think they have in common. Number one, campaign name. Almost all ads manager require advertisers to name their campaign name. This may seem like a fairly simple step, but it is actually a very important to adopt useful naming conventions so that the advertisers can easily organize their campaigns as they scale and run most of them. The design takeaway from this is that as the product designer, we can suggest a naming for the campaign, or we can just auto profile the dates of the campaign, which can help advertisers set up their campaigns in a more organized way. And this is what exactly Google has been doing. Number two, campaign objective. All the five mainstream ads platform, except Spotify, ask what the campaign's goal up from. Some commonly used campaign goals are brand awareness, local awareness, reach, traffic, or conversions, etc. From the design's perspective, understanding advertisers' objective upfront can help the platform to recommend appropriate ad formats, options, and optimize their campaign. Besides, it can help the ads manager to know better about the advertiser's distribution in a high level. For example, in Q3 2020, the ads platform find out more ads are about conversions compared with local awareness. Because in the current COVID-19 situation, fewer brick and mortar business needs advertising. Number three, campaign duration. Campaign duration is a necessity for the platform to insert the ads, especially if the advertiser just input the total budget for the campaign. And in this scenario, for the designers, the date picker design is needed for this step. In fact, even though a date picker has been well known and expensively used in our daily lives, there are still a lot of patterns living right now. I might put up together an episode next time, especially on date picker. Number four, target audience demographics. All ads managers ask advertisers what their brand's target audience are. In fact, this has become one of the most important deal breakers for now. And I quote one of my clients, I don't care where you put the ads, I only care who see those ads. For example, if the brand's business is cosmetics, then we want 18 to 35 year old females who are interested in beauty can see those ads, including other demographic data such as their location. Number five, budget. For most of the mature ads manager, for example, Facebook, Google, or TikTok, they actually provide the option for the advertisers to choose daily budget versus their total budget. And there are other divisions such as standard or accelerated budgets. And those advertisers are recommended to choose their best category based on their campaign needs. 
So I wouldn't dive into this because of the scope limitation and you can find more details from my Medium article. Another thing that influences budget is the ads charge method, which is the CPM, CPC, CPA, CPI that we covered previously. So with the information including their target audience, budget, and the campaign's duration now, what we can provide on the platform is that we can also provide the likelihood of the campaign achieving the goal. And this design is usually reflected as a chart seen in Facebook and Google and TikTok. From the user experience perspective, it is an indication whether the campaign would be successful or not. Number six, ads format. For Facebook Yelp cases, ads are always presented in the format of posts or stories. So advertisers just need to provide scripts or photos, videos. For example, if you see very closely on the Instagram or Yelp story, you might find a sponsored tag. On the other hand, if the ads are meant to be inserted during a video, for instance, YouTube and TikTok, or an audio, for instance, Spotify, besides the traditional information is included, advertisers usually need to choose whether they want a host-read ad or a pre-recorded ad. For example, on YouTube, you might probably see two different kinds of advertisement. Masterclass is a typical pre-recorded video ad versus Skillshare has been requesting YouTube hosts to say their names out loud within the host's voice. And from my research, target audience usually love host read much better because that feels less intrusive and way more engaging. You can imagine if the hosts can share their feelings when using the promoted product and give one or more advice, that would be a more natural recommendation. Number seven, set up ad placement. Ad placement asks where the advertisers want their ads to leave. Usually the platform will auto choose the ad placements based on the prior information, but also advertisers have the flexibility to change it. For example, Facebook Ads Manager actually enables newsfeed, Facebook Messenger, or Instagram Stories. Things are a bit more complex in the video audio industry. There are three ad placements, pre-roll, mid-roll, and post-roll. Usually, mid-roll is the most expensive one because that's the place where audience will less likely pass. And if you'd like to learn more, again, go to my Medium article to click at the resources that I've attached. Pre-roll, mid-roll, and post-roll are like when you are browsing the YouTube video and you might find some of the ads are not only in the first beginning before the video actually comes out or they're actually in the middle of the video all of a sudden or they are actually quietly living in the post almost the ending of the video. That's how the ad placement works. Number eight, preview of ad on audience end. Advertisers have a visual understanding of how the target audience will actually see the ad so that advertisers can adjust their resources accordingly and in real time. So this sounds like a nice to have version, but from the user experience perspective, this preview what will happen in the end definitely builds the trust 
and understanding between the advertiser and the platform. So it can help the advertisers to make an informed decision that's more likely to close the deal. Number nine, attribution. Attributions can help the brands to track how well the ad campaigns actually perform in the end. Some universally used attributes include promo code, UTM code, and pixel tracking. Promo codes may sound very familiar to you. When the target audience type in the unique promo code they learn from the platform, they can check out on the advertiser's website so that the advertisers can know where the source of the audience come from. UTM codes is short for Urchin Tracking Module and it has been known for UTM parameters in the URL. So technically, it is snips of text added to the end of a URL. Similarly, it can track website traffic from its origin. If you take a closer look at some URLs you have inputted in the browser, you might find in the end, uh, you can see like UTM hash source is equal to Facebook. So that means the source of traffic would be attributed to Facebook. A third way of measuring success would be pixel tracking. A tracking pixel is not exactly the way we think about pixel from the design's perspective. It is a one times one pixel graphic, but it does not need any design at all. On the contrary, it should be invisible. Pixel tracking has been very powerful. It can track user behavior, site conversions, web traffic, and other metrics at a site's server level, and it has been universally used in emails either. From the persona of brands, we know how important it is for brands to measure their success, and similar to the magic of target audience. This attribution has been always a deal breaker or a game changer for an ads manager because attribution can know the funnel of the user's behavior, so it is actually building the bridge from CPM to CPC, CPA, and CPI. So this can help marketers in the end make better decisions. Last but not least, number 10, the marketing promotion. To better nudge the advertisers make the deal as soon as possible, Yelp and TikTok provide credits promotion after the advertisers create a campaign. Spotify offers free voiceover from professional voice artists for the campaign's audio advertisement. Compared with above other necessities for the success of a campaign, this marketing promotion is a nice-to-have delighter from the design, but a lot of times it plays a vital role in the real business. So. As designers, we should not only design the functionalities or the visual parts of a product, but also think how we can help our products become successful. Voila, that's the content for today. Thank you for your listening. If you're also a product designer working on the ads industry, helping your company to bring the best of avenue, feel free to comment or connect me in any way. It's been a day, stressing out like crazy, just wanna be lazy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. There are so many beautiful products in this world. You are what you create and design every day. 
Until the next time, see you.